Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam. I'm very appreciative that you are listening. So if you are a first time listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you enjoy this podcast. My podcast is all about um, self-improvement, accountability, you know, dealing with your issues. A lot of it is majority of my story, my process, my thoughts, um, how I put things together, the work that I've kind of done. And I kind of put my vulnerabilities out there so that way you can hopefully um, gain some insight and some motivation. And in my last couple episodes, I noticed that um, they were very heavy, very deep, very um, hard to swallow. And so I wanted this episode to be a little bit different, a little bit more upbeat because um, I don't want to <laughs> come on this this platform and just throw all my, you know, my hopes and dreams about the world and myself and it seems to be very gloomy. Um, there are some really great things that are happening behind the scenes and some evolution that I'm very proud of, some growth that I'm very proud of behind the scenes. And I thought it was important for us to celebrate. It's important for us to treat yourself you know, find some time to really wine and dine yourself. And that's something that I've been very big on recently. I think as I'm kind of processing, you know, you have to weigh out things in your life. You really have to sit back and adjust and understand kind of what, um, what inventory, figure out what's going on, what the season may feel or look like. And especially when you're going through a heavy time where, you know, you're dealing with really, really stressful things that are throwing you off that you're uncomfortable by, or you're not happy with, or you're trying to work through, um, and literally do your best. It's important to kind of reflect on creating moments that you're excited about, that you're looking forward to. And this may be easier said than done. Um, my history with celebration is almost like, I don't know, it's very, it's very hard to explain. I don't think I really put it to the forefront that often. Um, I definitely self-sabotage and undermine a lot of my victories and a lot of the things that my accomplishments. So I love goals. I'm, you know, a life coach and I love, um, getting to the top of that mountain, whatever it may be at that time. But when I get there, I do a little woohoo, but that's about it. Then I go on to the next. Um, I don't bask in my glory. I don't bask in my victory. And that's something that, you know, obviously stems from, you know, me historically as a child, not feeling as though my victories matter, um, that celebrations when it pertains to me, Um, was worthy. You know, I didn't really have examples of, I mean, I remember in like first grade getting, you know, the honor roll and all those sort of things. And you get the little sash and, you know, the certificate and and being excited about it. But there wasn't really a moment that was created to um, acknowledge that. And that carried through the rest of my childhood. And, you know, birthdays for me were weird. I didn't necessarily like the spotlight. I didn't like the attention. I wasn't looking for it. I would much rather give it to someone else. Um, I did attempt in in different ways to live out my life, to be able to, you know, acknowledge, celebrate, you know, um, enjoy these, these moments in life, because I knew culturally, this is something you should do. It wasn't necessarily, um, I'm not really a person who's looking for that kind of attention. And it's funny because here I am on a platform where I'm constantly asking people to listen, asking people to partake, review this podcast. You definitely want to do that. Add, you know, 
add your stars. Let me know what you think. Add your comments. I'm definitely checking them. It lets me know who you are, where you're from, what you're listening for, things like that. Um, but internally it's a struggle. It's a really, really hard thing to do. And I'm, I'm very sure that a lot of people, especially people who are taking care of others who may be parents or, um, are the head, you know, head honcho in your household, um, whether it be, you know, with your siblings or, um, a team that you go for, or just people in general always gravitate to you. It can be very challenging to find, you know, times where, you know, you can sit back and enjoy the fruits of your labor and enjoy your victories. And, you know, for me as an overthinker, I'm always analyzing like what deserves like a celebration and how far of a celebration should you go? I'm already processing that whole thing. Like when I graduated with my bachelor's, I made it a point because I felt like I felt like I did work hard and I felt like I deserved it, but I felt uncomfortable during the process of doing a, um, a graduation, um, party. And so I did like a moment where I walked out in front of all my friends. So for context, my, um, online, I did my bachelor's completely online. And so during the time that they were having um, the ceremony, I didn't bother going because I'd never been to the school. I had no affiliation or like not affiliation, but I had no sentimental value. It was no sentimental value to go to the school. It would just be out of curiosity. And the person I wanted to bring couldn't come. She, she was unable to travel. And, um, so it just didn't work out and I wanted to celebrate it with other people. And so financially it didn't make sense to go to New Hampshire all the way up there and then come down here. And so whatever ended up doing a celebration where one part was me walking out and the walkout ceremony with my my um my gown and stuff and then the other part was more of like let's eat let's drink let's hang out blah 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 i set everything up i lied a friend of mine and i um set everything up she and i um, no longer are friends and um i discuss her in ending friendships um that that episode so if you haven't listened to that go ahead and check that out but at the time we were friends and she um, helped me out very greatly in getting everything planned, organized, set up, et cetera, et cetera. And she was definitely behind the scenes. And um, I invited all my close friends, my family, my mom and my dad actually attended the event, which is a very rare thing. And for those of you um, who listened to my episode last week talking about abandonment, you would understand how this is like a huge deal. Um, so she, you know, we, we, we did that and it was, is very like overwhelming for me. I wanted to cry because I don't really put myself on a platform. I'm very humble. I just, I don't know. I, I don't want to seem like, you know, I don't feel like I'm proud of myself cause I am proud of myself and I say that out loud and, you know, I do different things, but I think it's just hard for me to settle in and take that. Um, spotlight and feel comfortable with it. I kind of feel like out of body. Like, I don't know. I just, not that I don't deserve it. I mean, I think maybe that's what, you know, kind of is projected in kind of talking to you guys, but it's more of what's the point, (laughs) but it's important. It just, it just doesn't hit my, you know, my priority list that high. And so I knew I had to force myself and do it. And with any kind of goal and any kind of, um, adjusting habits, et cetera, et cetera, you have to start to get, you know, baby steps. Like you have to start practicing 
different ways that you attempt to get acclimated with skills or attributes that you want to have, that you want to sharpen, that you want to understand, that you want to be better at. So I knew, you know, throughout the years that, for instance, my birthday, there were times where I felt like I left it up to other people to help me kind of make this happened because I've been such an instrumental part. And I know you guys can definitely relate with that where you are planning birthday parties or you are giving the best gifts. You are showing up, you're showing out, you're really, you know, doing your thing when it comes to, you know, um, working with someone. And then you find that like your birthday comes around and you get a mediocre happy birthday and you're like, but for your birthday, we were on a three-day trip. We did all these great things, blah, 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 blah. And so I felt like, you know, I was definitely, definitely, definitely like selling myself short in a lot of things and just not showing up for myself. And so I started to, you know, plan out my birthdays and make, you know, an effort to celebrate my birthdays and create an ambiance around it. You know, um, my relationship with my brother, it was very, very weird. I talk about this in my abandonment episode as well, too, but just to touch on it, I mean, my mom, especially towards my, you know, later years of my later childhood, I noticed that like, you know, our birthdays, you know, are, they're far apart. Mine's in September, his was in March, but, um, you know, the way that it was celebrated for my birthday, especially when high school was kind of like, oh, you figure it out, you know, if you need me, need me, maybe I'll help you. But for him, it was like, let me cook this, let me set this up, let me buy that. And it, I mean, I remember years where she didn't even give me a cake. Like I was, I had crying because I was like, I'm so confused. Why do I have to work so hard just to be celebrated? So I know a lot of this stems from her. And um, I say her again in my abandonment episode, you'll understand why I mostly refer to my mom. Um, but overall, I just felt like, you know, I needed to shape and do things differently. Now, those are obvious things. So when you have celebrations such as like an anniversary or a um, graduation or a birthday or getting a job, those are kind of like obvious things that people celebrate. Um, but there are other occasions and moments and milestones in life that you can you can celebrate, you can acknowledge, you can give it the time of day, you can create that memory, you know, getting a new place or a new car, Um you know, simple things like doing really great about working out, losing a couple pounds, you know, um, designing something, getting, getting a big project at work done. You know, there's so many reasons for you to celebrate. I think it's hard when me personally, I feel like it's very easy to be negative and to be kind of like not a Debbie Downer, but you can go into that spiral real comfortably, real easy to be, you know, down on yourself because, you know, you had an issue with a coworker or you had an argument or someone cut you off. Like you can just go down that list real, real, real quick and not about, you know, not to compare it to things that you are probably grateful for. It's more of things that you find worth or should be worth celebrating, you know, like getting through a, a really long book that you really enjoyed or doing something you know, around the house, a project that you hadn't done for so long and you've been avoiding, you know, um, creating a better routine for yourself, you know, going to hang out with a friend that you've been meaning to for so long and having a great time behind that, you know, little things, you know, seeing a change in yourself or um, just doing little things to, you know, put pep in your step. Like for instance, today I am 
restarting my health journey um, and just doing better things for my body and just make it more of a lifestyle and sprinkling in things that, um, you know, are worthy of just exercise and better health choices in general. And I'm searching through Marshalls and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, "Mm, should I splurge? Should I, you know, invest? Should I put it into, because I've been so negative minded in the sense, like my cycle has not been all that great. I did have a stint in 2017 where I went really, really hard, lost 20 pounds and was super, super happy, but didn't maintain that. And that's kind of the hurdle that I faced. And so, you know, I have, um, I have still vibes or memories of that. And so it discour- it can be very discouraging. And also as life goes on, it's really hard to adjust. It's really hard to celebrate again. It's really hard to, you know, find the time to acknowledge and to enjoy and to accept the great things that have happened in your life or the great changes that you're making or about to make or the little victories that you've had, you know, overcoming certain things. It could be mentally like just me talking about abandonment or, you know, dealing with those friendships or um, accountability. You know, it could be me just really saying, hoorah, you go girl. Like you've been through some storms recently, grieving, all of those sort of things. There's moments where you can celebrate and you can acknowledge the triumphs that you've had thus far. Um, you know, even in that little story, I ended up did, I ended up getting some workout gear because I was like, you know, you want to be encouraged by, um, looking, having something to look forward to, but, um, you know, going back to graduating with my bachelor's doing that whole party, it just felt uncomfortable and out of body. Like I didn't get as much gratification as I did by doing parties for my, my family or friends, um, coworkers. I got so much excitement, like this, like it's almost like the night before Christmas when Santa's going to show up, like of just how excited I was. But for myself, oh, yeah, right. I was kind of like, okay. And then for my master's, I did do a little celebration with my friends and stuff, um, which I liked because it was not like super like themed where it was like, oh, this is all about my master's. It was more like our Sunday funny that we usually do. um, But just like, you know, geared towards that, if you will. So it wasn't like super hyper-focused on this whole thing. And I really wanted to be chill and just have fun and stuff. But um, my sister ended up surprising me, my very first surprise in my entire life, um, where I was truthfully surprised and completely caught off guard guard, um, for my master's. And it was a couple months later, so it was really like surprising because I thought that, you know, that season, if you will, was over, but she had been planning it for a while. And, you know, with COVID, it was really challenging and she had all my my people on Zoom and I was super excited and happy to see them. And I have to be honest with you guys, I was so uncomfortable in the entire event. Like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what where to be, what to talk about how to manage myself, accepting that feeling that, you know, you know, treating yourself or doing something for yourself or something that's done for you to celebrate you. I felt out of body. I felt like I didn't belong there. I felt like I just, it just, it felt so weird, like so weird. And I am, I'm kind of saddened by that because I felt like, you know, I had dreamt of moments where I would have been, you know, would have been surprised and excited and feel like, wow, this is amazing. And I mean, my sister is the best person to surprise me. Um, She gets me, you know, she understands me. 
and um, she's pretty good at, you know, putting things together and being very thoughtful. So I was very, very appreciative, but it just, it just was weird. It, I, I don't know. Like it was a weird internal feeling of me fighting with myself on figuring out ways to absorb this like really sincere energy. Um, I also noticed that, you know, I tend to push things that are, or should be a priority for me away because I want to fulfill other people's, um, fulfill their wants and desires before mine. Now I know (laughs) that I've talked about putting yourself first. That's one of my first episodes. I believe it is my first episode and practicing that, working on that, choosing yourself first, you know, doing things for yourself. And in that era, I was still definitely doing things for myself. But I think, I think we all have like moments, there's levels to it where, you know, putting yourself first could mean like, you know what, I'm not going to take another meeting. I'm going to eat some food. Or putting yourself first could mean like, you know, I've always wanted to go jet skiing. I'm not going to wait for anybody to go with me. I'm just going to do it. There's different levels in which you put yourself first. And I feel like I'd made the adjustment to, you know, stop taking meetings and put up boundaries. And literally in that season, that's exactly what I was doing. Um, If you haven't um, read the burnout generation, you should definitely check that out. It's a very short read. Have it on um, Audible as well. And after listening to that, I realized how burnt out I was and I needed to find ways to put up boundaries and put myself first. So that's where that kind of momentum came from. Um, And, you know, as I started to figure out how to put myself first, there's a level of like treating yourself, like putting yourself in a place where you, you feel like you deserve, you know, treating yourself how you, you felt, you feel like you're supposed to be treated, you know, by spoiling yourself or acknowledging yourself or enjoying yourself and, you know, doing things that, you know, it's, it's a little, it's a sprinkles on top, you know, it's that, that little sprinkle on top doing that, that makes a world of a difference. That's a different kind of love. Um, And that's really what it boils down to at the end of the day is a self-love, practicing that self-love, showing up for yourself, understanding what you, you know, what you effectively need in order to, to put yourself in a place where you can win. Okay. So let's, let's, let's get into the, the guilt, the guilt that surrounds treating yourself. Okay. So I definitely experienced this. Um, I've been, I think this is a big deterrent from me doing things for myself. I want to clarify that right now I am in a season where I am treating myself. Um, I recently bought a new laptop of which I was overdue for. Um, I had been holding back and holding off and, you know, getting by and mind you, um, I, you know, was going to school online for both degrees. I only bought it. Um, I bought, I think I bought my last laptop in like 2015, 2016. So we're talking about like six, seven years old of a laptop that's mighty large. Um, I had been getting by by doing work at home. I mean, sorry, with that laptop, the older laptop, but also at school, at work during work hours, I would do that. And, you know, thank goodness for my, you know, team being so supportive of that. But either way, that was the case. Um, you know, and I've been holding back on doing that because obviously financially letting go of that money was like, Ooh, 
you got a car note, you're going to have loans soon. Like you got stuff going on. You got rent, you got water. Like it's a lot going on. Um, but mostly what it was is do I deserve a purchase of that size? Um, yes, I do. I know that I do. But in my mind, for whatever reason, there was this guilt surrounded by cutting that check on myself. Had it had been a bill, had it had been something else, I probably would have been less hesitant. But because this was a benefit for just myself, I struggled with pressing purchase. It really, really hurt. And um, a lot of that stems from not seeing the value in investing in myself. And that's sad to say, because um, I do do those things or just celebrating, you know, celebrating myself is, I think is a little bit more isolated than investing in myself. But either way, there's a guilt associated with that because then in your mind, you're probably thinking, oh, I could have used that money for this. I could have paid my car down, no down more. I could have, like, that's where I'm going to. Like, do I really need it? Why am I spending so much money? You know, have I done all my research? Have I found every single coupon there is to be found? Could I wait on, you know, Black Friday? Should There's so many things that you put in front of doing the things that you deserve, that you should celebrate. I got through college. I, you know, I'm healthy. I'm in a good place in life. I'm working on myself. I have a great job and I make it a different. There's really no reason why I shouldn't be having this. Like, this is just silly. It's, it's really silly, but it, it can be, it can be debilitating. You know, it can really, really like stress you out, which it has. Um, then followed by that, I was like, okay, I've always wanted an anklet. I've always wanted an anklet for years and years and years didn't really have the money to splurge on it. I lied. I didn't make the decision to use the money that I've had through, you know, uh, my business or anything else, you know, tax return, whatever to purchase a uh, anklet because I've always been afraid of what, what, what do I need to do to be deserving enough to say, yeah, you should celebrate that. Because again, remember I had focused a lot on obvious holidays, anniversaries, and memories and reasons that you should celebrate again with birthdays and anniversaries and milestones. But just because I really, really want it and it's something that just is going to make me happy, there's a lot of resistance. There's a lot of like, oh, what are you doing? You sure you need it? You could be buying something else. You know, who does that? You know, for some people it'd be, it's real easy to just say, go ahead, get that, get, you know, get that back, use that back. However you want to buy whatever makes you happy. At, at, at one point I did have a mini shoe addiction, if you will, um, where I really, really enjoyed shoes, purchasing shoes. I wore those shoes. It wasn't like, you know, they weren't going to use, but that was a moment that I had. And as I realized of just how fickle those things can be because over time they, you know, they don't necessarily work like they should, or you change your styles. I didn't look at it as like a long-term love affair, (laughs) if you will. I mean, I kind of was just like, okay, all right, we're just going to let that go because I think I'm just spending all this money on these shoes. And that's another thing too, of talking about your relationship with money and what that looks like. There can be a lot of things that um, deter you from Um, spending money, getting into using your own money, um, navigating money, et cetera, et cetera. They can be a big barrier in getting um, off the ground, the things that you want or need. 
in life because you know you think of your essentials first, your bills first. You know, at the end of the day, I'm in a blessed state where all my bills are are taken care of and I can manage those things. And you know, that is especially right now in this season, it's 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 really like a unicorn situation. And I don't take that for granted at all. But there are underlining things. I think of the fear of what if I spend this money and treat myself and then I don't have anything the next month because um, an unexpected bill comes up or an emergency or a life event and now I'm screwed. Now I really don't have anyone to help me. You know, there's this fear of running away, you know, from um, being homeless again, you know, being in, in a place where I don't want to be that, you know, it makes me very hesitant when it comes to treating myself when it comes to financial, financial investments. Um, other things like enjoying moments, I've definitely been a lot better at. So I talk about, um, the mecation that I took and that was more driven by mental health. That was something that I was in a, in a season where a lot of stress was being put on me to handle, um, many different things and just, you know, adjust to this new lifestyle. And I was not prepared. I was not ready. I was not feeling too great about it. I felt really trapped and I decided to take a leap of faith and have a mecation, which in the episode, I talk about how I almost try to get out of it <laughs> because I just felt like I wasn't deserving. At first it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think sometimes maybe we go through that same cycle of just being like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this for me because I need this. Da, 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 da. And then that guilt starts to go in. And it's like, maybe I could share with somebody else or maybe I should partner with somebody else and make this a we thing, you know, because it'll feel a little bit better. I feel like mm, maybe it's too much for just me, et cetera, et cetera. And so you kind of just like go into this like weird where you're like, mm, maybe I should just hold off. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know if this is a good idea anymore. I kind of changed my mind. Um, but there's, there's that negative or that in a, you know, not agreeing, um, thought of mind that comes in and you have to be very careful about allowing that to live and allowing that to dictate and allowing that to, um, have an impact on what you ultimately decide to do. Um, I fought against those feelings, those thoughts, and that's why I've been able to have the outcomes such as getting an anklet and, you know, going on a mutation and getting a new laptop because I fought through them. And so those, even those are like huge wins. Um, and notice I said huge because of the weight that they carry and how they've been prolonged for so many years. Um, they built up in my mind and their value becomes very, very, very great. Um, and so it just, it, it really requires a reshaping, a rethinking of, you know, how do you, how would you better express how you love yourself and how you care about yourself and how happy you are that you are who you are. And you're happy that you've been through what you've been through and you've gone on into a better place, into a better space, um, how would you, you know, better express that? Like, what's another way? I mean, we can give ourselves some hugs, you know, we can give ourselves a pat on the back. Great. You know, self-talks, we can have affirmations in the mirror. There's different ways that we can treat ourselves, um, with just a little bit more love, but there's something to be said about creating or, um, 
showing ourselves through gifts or through experiences, through moments that are driven by our wants, needs, and desires, filling in gaps that others can't do because they don't know ourselves. They don't know us the way that we do. Um, you know, going to the beach alone is something that I've done and it's been so fulfilling because sometimes when you try to share an experience, you don't always get to have the, I don't know, the same feng shui, the same juju, if you will, because your, your, your needs or your energy or your wants, and this has happened to me before where I've done something that I've wanted to do with someone else that I wanted to come and they come and it now is not this. It doesn't hit the same. It don't hit the same because that person is kind of like, I don't know, like raining on it or they're ready to go early or they're not in the same like vibe or energy that I am. They don't have the same experience with um, being around um, this environment. And so they're kind of hesitant or not really interested in it. It's just, you know, whatever. So with that being said, it definitely requires me to start making decisions and do things on my own. And for those of you who are very much like, oh, I'll get through it. I'll do what I got to do, blah, 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 blah. Good for you. Kudos to you. Treating yourself is amazing. There is a downside to treating yourself where you can over treat yourself. Sorry for that over, but that over is real, real over, over. Um, and then feel guiltier because you go into this splurge mode where you're basically trying to compensate for all of the things that you have kind of dealt with and overcome or are um, walking through and feeling like I need a pep, you know, I need a, somebody to pet me up or pick me up. And um, then you, you, you put yourself in a hole where you're like, well, I'm just so amazing. I deserve everything and anything I want whenever I want, however. (laughs) And that's happened. I've had spurts of that as well, too, where I'm like, you are overdue for this. You go, girl. I don't care what anybody says or things you're going to indulge. You're just going to completely bask in it. You're just going to go from zero to 100. And who's going to check you because you're amazing. And that's all that matters. Yes, that exists. Yes, that that is something that can definitely happen. But Again, I think that if you practice it more frequently and not starve yourself of these moments where you're uplifted and you're put into a place where you're happier or you feel more invested or you feel more loved by yourself, you're less likely to find that you're overdoing it in different seasons in your life because you are starving yourself of those experiences. And now you do, you're like, you feel like I, I want to buffet it now. Now I'm just going to blow it all. And so, you know, there's different levels of treating yourself where it'd be something where have a glass of wine because, you know, you had a rough day and you you got through it and you're feeling pretty good about yourself or your circumstance. Or, you know, you say, you know, I'm going to I'm going to save a little bit later. I'm going to get out of my, you know, my um, my my schedule. So that way I can create a little bit more time that I wouldn't necessarily have sacrificed a little bit. So that way I can have more time to my podcast so I can listen and and go to sleep on a good note. Um, there's so many different things that you can kind of do to love yourself in different ways. And as I'm exploring these things and I'm trying to be better about them, I definitely want to share it with you guys and, and encourage you guys to start doing that because this is something that I, obviously have known, but I definitely didn't practice. And that is, you know, 
when you're in a partnership and you're feeling frustrated because that partner isn't necessarily loving you the way that you want to be loved, something's to be said about you loving yourself the way that you want to be loved and using that as a platform and an example for them to be able to set the tone and for them to be able to pick up the, um, the energy or the, um, the understanding that they have to do things differently. They have to, um, meet you where you, you know, where that the level that you're at, um, all of that can be adjusted and to be, and can be said, but especially when you're in a relationship or a situation with even friendships, you know, you have expectations, you have goals, you have things that matter to you. And as you're kind of navigating those things, it's very, very important to, you know, continue to contribute to your wholeness and celebrate those small wins and celebrate those big wins and celebrate those moments where you maybe made better decisions than you thought you were going to make at that given time. And you're proud of just your little bit of progress. Um, because the reality is, is that nobody knows you the way that you know you. And it just, it's a really good feeling to know that you're doing something that you want to do, that you know, that is going to fill you up. And sometimes you do things that you're like, "Eh, it didn't, it didn't hit the way it was supposed to hit. (laughs) And that's okay too, because as a part of learning yourself and learning what, um, treating yourself feels like, looks like, um, it, it really is a process in which you can get creative, you know, and be careful as well too, because there's another other side, you know, I talked about guilt and just feeling like, Oh, maybe I should, I don't deserve this. I should take this away. You can learn, you know, what your limitations are, or how far do you want to take it when it comes to celebrating yourself or, you know, how long do you want to wait until you celebrate something or some, um, with someone, um, because they're delicate experiences, you know, when you're celebrating or treating yourself, you never want to be around an environment where there's not, there isn't love or light. You have to be very careful because there are people who will take that experience and twist it and put it to their own advantage, or they may take that light away from you. So you want to be careful where you, you know, who you share it with or who you, um, you know, share the experience, you know, because at the end of the day, there's so many different things that can truly set you off, can truly set you off. And as you start to practice it and get used to it and just enjoy it and for what it is, there's different levels and there's different feelings that may come about. It's very, very important to explore those feelings and to understand those feelings and acknowledge those feelings and take accountability in those feelings. So that way you can own um, the journey again, and you can own the growth and you can own the experience because as you start to navigate and try to make something of this, things are going to probably bubble up, you know, where like for me, just knowing that I lacked so many moments where I loved on myself and I appreciated myself. I thought by just, you know, taking care of my hair or my nails, that was great. And that for some people, that's a start. That's a really great way of doing that. Um, such as listening to my podcast or whatever, it was great. No, but I think also filling those voids in which you um you don't have enough love in is such a great and valuable way of just being an example to yourself of what you deserve and what you, what you're capable of doing. 
Now, this is tricky because when you're talking about treating yourself, okay, and you are maybe in the dating scene or you have friends and stuff like that and you're, you know, experiencing things with them, you want to be careful as well too because you may have people who want to mimic the things that you do, but they're you're not genuine. They're not loyal. They're not... Um, they don't meet your values. They're basically mimicking what you're doing to get closer to you or to um, obtain kind of like an, you know, an in with you. And you want to protect that too, just like you protect your peace as a part of your peace. Those, those wins or those treat yourself moments where you're basking in, you know, the love that you have for yourself, you want to protect that too. And that's why I say, you know, going ahead and being around with people who love you and are lights and they, you know, are doing this in a, in a pure, genuine way where they're just really happy for you is also super essential and important as well too. So I really hope that you guys, you know, kind of take at least a little bit of what I have to say to, you know, test it out, try it out. And if you had some aha moments, honey, let me know, please let me know. Visit everything in me.com Sam at the, at, everythingandme.com. Let me know, rate, comment, subscribe, and even share this podcast for those people who are struggling with treating themselves and have battles where they, you know, really are not in the space yet to see the value in doing such a thing. I think it's important for, you know, sharing, sharing, and even opening that conversation of how do you treat yourself? How do you, um, gift yourself or, you know, um, value yourself or love yourself? How do you show up for yourself in different ways? So that way they can, you know, think a little differently about the things that they're currently doing or consider doing, you know, new and, and, and better things that they um, haven't done before. So thank you guys for so listening to another episode of Everything in Me. I look forward to chatting you guys in my next episode.